podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. It's been a long off-season, but the wait is over. Week one in the NFL is finally upon us. That's right, we can stop talking about what we expect to see on the field and get excited about what we're actually going to see play out on the football field as we look ahead to 18 weeks in the regular season, then the playoffs taking us all the way through to February. Who will challenge the reigning Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs? Who will come out of the NFC to challenge the reigning NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles? It promises to be an exciting campaign full of the thrills and spills that we've come to expect with the National Football League. And on the Graves on Gridiron show, as we enter season three of this podcast, there's going to be a new segment called Graves Big Question. I'll tell you a little bit more about that a little later on in the show. But we're excited. We're ready to go. So let's turn the page and open a new storyline. This is week one in the NFL. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Hello, welcome along, everybody. I am your host, Richard Graves. This is Graves on Gridiron. If you're new to the show, the concept is very simple. Each week, I'll take a look at a slate of games on offer, pick just three of them, and then break it down and give you my feelings and thoughts on what the odds makers are setting on the lines and the spread in each matchup and tell you whether I think it's right, wrong, or maybe which way I would go a little bit differently on it. If you are a regular listener to the podcast, Welcome back. I know, like me, you'll have been desperate for the NFL season to get underway once again. It is a long, old off-season, but it just makes the anticipation all the greater when the football season swings round once more. Uh, as of recording this podcast, it is before um, opening night, the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Detroit Lions. So I will say right now for bonus um, tip, if you are listening before that matchup, I expect the reigning Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, to put aside the hype surrounding Dan Campbell and his Lions and take care of business quite handily in that one. But for our three matchups this weekend, they all take place on Sunday evening UK time. And we start in the NFC South, a divisional rivalry between the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons hosting the Panthers in this one. The total points spread on this, the line for that, is 39.5 total points for the game. Um, Last year, you may recall, the NFC South was a a bit of a dumpster fire of a division. Tampa Bay Buccaneers struggling to come out of that one as divisional champions before losing in the wildcard round to the Dallas Cowboys at home. Well, the Falcons were their closest challengers uh, last time around. And they've certainly strengthened this offseason on the offensive side of the ball. That includes... Uh, taking with their first pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the first running back off the board out of Texas, Bijan Robinson, who we're led to believe is the real deal. We expect big things from him. He now lines up in their backfield and will complement receivers of the likes of Drake London. You'll recall he was their first round pick in 2022, before that, Kyle Pitts, who's fit again, their starting tight end. He was their first round pick the season before that. So they do have weapons on the offensive side uh, of the ball for Ridder, their quarterback, uh, to try and make the most of. On the defensive side of the ball, they've not gone so much for rookie talent as veteran experience in the form of the former Jacksonville Jaguar, Arizona Cardinal, and more recently Baltimore Raven defensive end, Calais Campbell. I think he'll be big for them uh, this season. Meanwhile, in Carolina, uh, it's been a season of change 
for them as well. All over the field and in the coaching room, most notably at quarterback, where with the number one overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft, they took Bryce Young uh, and he will now lead their offense. They've brought in some veterans uh, to surround him on the offensive side of the ball, the likes of for long-time Minnesota Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen, Miles Sanders, the running back who was part of the Philadelphia Eagles team who went all the way to the Super Bowl last season before coming up fractionally short against the Chiefs. And Hayden Hurst at tight end joins the Panthers this time around. Uh, they've got a new head coach, of course, the Super Bowl-winning head coach from the Philadelphia Eagles back in 2018. Frank Reich uh, now leads this Carolina Panthers team. Look, it's inevitable. It'll be a season of change and growth for the Carolina Panthers. Expect some big splash plays from their young quarterback, uh, Bryce Young. But as with all rookies, it'll be a learning curve and he will be prone to making mistakes as well. Week one matchups rarely do defense defenses come out on top in these games. And you shouldn't expect that to be the case um, in this matchup, not least because perhaps the best defensive player on the field, Brian Burns, might not be on the field um, at the time of recording. He hasn't been part of Carolina Panthers' uh, practice sessions and walkthroughs uh, this week. You recall last season he was a subject of trade interest. Uh, the LA Rams most notably were prepared to give up multiple first-round picks. At that time, the Panthers said he was not on the trading block. He was one player they did not want to let go. Well, He's, uh, he's got a contract that will be running out in a year or so. Uh, negotiations have been ongoing. Quite clearly, the two parties um, haven't reached agreement. And now at the start of the first week of the regular NFL season, where he's here, he's not practicing. So he may well not even be on the field come game time on Sunday. We'll watch carefully to see how that one pans out. Either way, that just lends support to my argument here that defences won't dominate this game. And I go back to that total points line. Just 39 and a half points is what the odds makers are setting the, the line out for this one. I think these two teams will combine to clear that comfortably. So take the over. Over 39 and a half total points in this game. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Game two of our week one slate of matchups to, to pick takes us to the NFC North, a heated rivalry down the years, the oldest rivalry in the NFL as the Green Bay Packers travel to Chicago to take on the Bears. What should we expect from the Green Bay Packers in 2023? Well, that's the burning question in the, in the NFL right now. Longtime veteran quarterback Aaron Rodgers is no longer there. He was traded this offseason and is now a New York Jet. That means the reins this offense have been handed over to Jordan Love several seasons ago. You'll recall uh, with a first-round pick, late first-round pick, the Green Bay Packers took Jordan Love, much to the consternation of many Packers fans and not least Aaron Rodgers, we're led to believe as well. Well, now Jordan Love finally gets his chance. He's surrounded by certainly one of, if not in fact, the youngest receiving core in the National Football League going into this season. Um, I would suggest that probably uh, lends weight to the argument that we're going to see a, a more heavy reliance on the running game in Green Bay this time around, something that certainly head coach Matt LaFleur favours. Um, and it's an interesting one just because of who the quarterback is for the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields, remember, he was the, the first round pick of the Chicago Bears a couple of years ago. Um, there was noticeable growth as last season went on. Um, in the way Fields conducted himself and played on the field. Um, he's got a big arm, we know that, but he can also make splash plays 
with his legs as well. There's a sense that this is a big season for, for Justin Fields. Um, you know, it's been a while since the Bears uh, have had what you call an elite level quarterback um, taking charge of their team on the field. Justin Fields has that opportunity now. There's um, been, been a number of false starts, I think it's fairly safe to say, in Chicago uh, down the years. The addition of uh, wide receiver DJ Moore in a trade this off offseason certainly gives him a, a deep threat uh, to play alongside as well. And also, it's worth pointing out the Bears did actually move in this year's draft to give Justin Fields a little bit more protection when they selected offensive tackle Darnell Wright in the first round of the draft. Um, look, despite all that, I'm going to be upfront with what my thoughts are on the NFC North this season. I don't think any anything that we've spoken about so far is enough to lend any sort of credence to the Packers or Bears challenging the Vikings and Lions for the NFC North title. Um, could we be wrong? Time will tell. I think those are the two teams out in front by distance in the NFC North so far. Will Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears have something to say about it? Maybe so. Certainly in this game, I think they come out on top. Just straight up, take the Chicago Bears to win this one. They're six to five on favorites to do so. Take them to get a big win over their heated rivals, the Green Bay Packers. Okay, at the top of the show, I trailed Graves' big question. This is the new feature for the coming season, and I want you guys to get involved as well by responding uh, on our social media pages, either on the Graves on Gridiron Facebook page, new for the 2023 season, or you can hit me up on Twitter, Richard Graves one as well. Equally, Instagram, RDG Media UK, I'm there uh, as well. So, week one, what is the burning question? It's quite simple. Who will challenge the Kansas City Chiefs for the Vince Lombardi this time around? If you see the Kansas City Chiefs as the benchmark team and there to be aimed at by the rest of the NFL, they're the team that needs to be toppled. They're the reigning Super Bowl champions. Who will challenge them? Get in touch with me via the Graves on Gridiron Facebook page. Leave your thoughts there or hit me up on Twitter, Richard Graves one Equally, Instagram, RDG Media UK. I want to hear your thoughts and I'll pick two or three of the best of the uh, responses uh, for next week's show and read them out there and we'll have another question then. But it's the new feature, Graves' Big Question. I want to hear from you. So get on social media and let me know who you think the challengers are. Who will indeed topple the Kansas City Chiefs to lift the Vince Lombardi this time around? Okay, let's look ahead to the third and final game of the three that I've selected this week. It's a big one. It might be the biggest uh, showdown in week one. I'm sure people in Buffalo and New York might have something to say about this. But it's the San Francisco 49ers as they travel across the country to the Steel City to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to tell you now, I have this as the upset of the week for me. The San Francisco 49ers go into it on the road week one, let's not forget, as favourites, according to the odds makers in this game. Remember, the 49ers made it all the way to the NFC Championship game last time around before seeing their hopes go up in smoke when not one, but both of their quarterbacks that dressed up on game day ended up being injured and effectively knocked out of the game. I know Brock Purdy came back into it, but he couldn't throw the ball. And that was really the, the end of the road. All she wrote for the San Francisco 49ers last season. They did, however, have arguably the best defense 
in football. And many people believe coming into the new 2023 season, that still remains the case. They've certainly got the playmakers, led, of course, by Nick Bosa, uh, the reigning defensive player of the year in the NFL, on that side of the ball to be difference makers uh, throughout the course of this season. Uh, Quarterback Brock Purdy, remember, Mr. Irrelevant, that was him last year. The last player taken in the draft by the San Francisco 49ers. Started the season way down there on the depth chart. And by the end of the season, he was QB1. And it's because of the way he played, in no small part, that Trey Lance, the, the quarterback that the 49ers gave up a king's ransom for a couple of years ago to move up in the draft and get him. Well, he's now been traded away for a fourth-round pick to the Dallas Cowboys. So this is Brock Purdy's ship to steer right now. He was sensational in the starting role when he did come into the team last year. He confounded all sorts of expectations um, for a man taken where he was, as we say, Mr. Irrelevant in the draft. And as a result of all that, expectations for him this season are already through the roof. For all the excitement around Brock Purdy, though, I'm just going to tap the brakes and say, yes, he played very well. But also, you you have to agree. You can't argue the fact that expectations were really low when he came into that team last year. Now, I know 49ers fans are going to say, hey, look, Richard, he'd won every game that he started last year, bar the NFC Championship game when he was knocked out early with an injury. That is true. I will count that by saying he did not have and does not have to date as a professional football player a single game where he's thrown for 300 or more yards. Look, just temper the expectations a little bit here. This is a second-year quarterback still finding his way at pro level, still learning the game at this level. If the San Francisco 49ers are to emulate last year's success, it will have to be, once again, on the back of the way their defensive unit plays. For all of the excitement around Brock Purdy, he's still to have a game where he puts this team on his back and wins the game for the San Francisco 49ers. That may come down the line, but remember, he was a seventh-round pick for a reason. He was the last player taking the draft for a reason. Yes, he played ex- exceptionally well last time around. He's a player still learning the game. And for those reasons, uh, amongst others, I think this is a tough matchup for the San Francisco 49ers going into week one. Look, I'm not saying the 49ers are not going to, going to go on and, and win the NFC West. I'm not even saying that the 49ers uh, won't make it deep into the playoffs and who knows might represent the, that conference in, in the Super Bowl. What I am saying is week one on the road, going into Pittsburgh, playing in a stadium with a fired-up fan base after what they've seen, certainly in preseason, coming into this game, and the growth of second-year quarterback Kenny Pickett, the growth of second-year receiver George Pickens. This is a team that feels very good about itself right now. And it's a team that, despite all the shortcomings in the last few years, have still found a way to play good defensive football. It is what Pittsburgh do. That has not changed. And this may well prove to be the upset of week one. Um, Align the the facts that you've got a, a young quarterback for the 49ers coming off a big injury as well. That seems to have been sort of pushed to one side because you've had a whole offseason for Brock Purdy to recover. It was a significant injury. It required surgery. It takes some rehabilitation. This is his first competitive game um, back. Look, align that with the postseason games last year when the Niners offense um, struggled 
to put points on the board. You know, that first half against the Seattle Seahawks, that was a dogfight. The whole game in the uh, divisional round against the Dallas Cowboys, that was a dogfight. Look, I think the the Pittsburgh Steelers are better suited to this matchup. It is week one. It's a big ask to go on the road, especially for a young quarterback. If the Pittsburgh Steelers don't um, turn over this ball, I think they pull off the upset of the opening week in the National Football League. They are two and a half point favorites on the spread. I am biting your hand off. Take the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus 2.5. So those are the three matchups we've selected for you from the week one slate. Just to recap, we start with the Carolina Panthers going into Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Take the over in total points for that game, over 39 and a half points uh, combined. Then it's into the NFC North. The Packers going to Chicago to take on the Bears. Straight up money line win for the Chicago Bears on this one. Six to five on to, to win this. Take the Chicago Bears. And then the final game of three, a mouth-watering clash as the San Francisco 49ers go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is my upset of week one. Take the Pittsburgh Steelers and the points at plus 2.5. Let's not forget as well, Graves' big question. Who, if anyone, will top on the Kansas City Chiefs? Get in touch. Let me know your thoughts via the Graves on Gridiron Facebook page or on Twitter, Richard Graves1. And let's not forget, you've got it on Instagram as well, RDG Media UK. It's been a blast as always. It's great to be back talking football. I can't wait to see what action unfolds. Until next week, so long, everybody. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Sports Social Podcast Network.